Thanks for tuning in to another episode of This or That with Sister and Amanda. This week we discussed a super fun topic, music, choosing between the 80s and 90s. Um, I don't even know if you really can choose because it was such a fun time to listen to music, but we discuss all of our favorites, um, what we enjoyed listening to, what our parents listened to, how we can't stand our kids' choice of music right now. Um, Listen in, see what the favorite song is and the one song that sisters thinks is a classic that'll never die you'll be surprised good morning sister good morning good morning i just want to start this podcast out and give a huge shout out to dj david yes Hey. He sent me a message this morning and said, I love the podcast. Please keep making them. Oh, I know. Oh, DJ. It makes my heart happy when people say that we make them laugh. I know. It also makes me want to just have a big party and sit around and talk with everybody. Right. That's what they all say. I just feel like I'm sitting around talking with y'all. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that. Let's just all get together. We need to have a podcast party. <laughs> say that three times real fast. <laughs> yeah, I like it when people say, um, I just want to call in. I want to call in and, and tell you where I'm coming from. Yeah. Jamie bought me this really fancy board that we could probably do that, but I haven't figured out how to do it yet. I say we're still working on the sound bite, so <sighs> people calling in. Is, I know. Is- so y'all bear with us because we're going to talk about, well, let's, okay. So today we are, this or that topic is music eighties or nineties. Um, and I really <laughs> had, I had these grandiose pictures in my head of us having like me potting in like sound bites and you being like, yes. And then I can't figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. this may be like a truth gun thing like i don't know if anybody else does this but in my family like we have like truth gun questions like gun held to your head you have to make a decision and it's like the hardest ones and this may be like a truth gun question for me because i love both i love all the musics all the musics and but like if you were to say what's your favorite like Mm -hmm. cool i like both well and um as I was preparing for this this morning, I, <laughs> I was like a kid in a candy store. I was like, oh, I like that song. Oh, I like that song. Oh, I like that yeah. song, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like. Also, oh, yeah. I mean, I am, I am officially old, by the way. Like, I'm admitting it. I'm yeah. old because I don't like today's music. I don't. Some of them have like good beats to them where it kind of makes my shoulders yeah. shimmy a little bit. Beyond that, I don't like it. I can't understand it. I don't really get the whole like spoken word part of it that's going on right now. I, it's just a lot. Is is so much of it is sampled yes. from our music. Yes. So I'm like, I mean, I'm okay with you like turning it into a new version of it, but it's still it's still our music. Mm-hmm. So I'm like come out with something new something original you know well i mean same girl same movies everything but yes 
as I was going through that this list, that happened too. I was like, oh, they sampled that for this song. Oh, they sampled that mm-hmm. for this song, and it's like, mm. well, uh, and my daughter will tell you in the age of TikTok, I get so annoyed that they just love this song, but they only know ten seconds of it because that's how long the TikTok is, right. and I'm like, there's like three other verses to the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or she'll tell me, she's like, how do you know the words? And I'm like, because I know the song, not the TikTok. Because I opened the cassette tape and pulled out the <laughs> jacket for it and memorized every single word to every yeah. single song on the album. <laughs> but they, <laughs> but you wouldn't know anything about that. No. Okay. So I've also been, hold on, I've also been trying to tell her and her friend that like he really I mean he likes music and he likes a lot of different music but it stops there I'm like there's a story to every song like specifically the uh, I can't remember the name of the song but the one that Puff Daddy made after Biggie died and his wife oh girl it, I, was like, I was like can you imagine singing you know whether you're the best friend or the wife and it's about your dead friend or husband like that's awful and they were just looking at me like okay (laughs) okay but but you just like doubled back on yourself because that's actually a sampled song from sting it's called i'll be missing you and it was my senior song in 1998 (laughs) well maybe that's the difference maybe there's more of a a connection because i know the story of why they biggie got shot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so maybe sampling has been going on for a long time maybe. no it's for sure for sure yeah it's just very prevalent right now and it's prevalent mm-hmm. because um it's our generation's songs that are being sampled so i feel like if we yeah. were talking to you know our parents they would be like oh yeah you know Casey and the Sunshine Band or, you know, Cool and the Gang or whoever. Yeah. Those are the underlying songs for blah, blah, blah that came out, you know, late 80s, early but 90s. I will, so. But I will say, like, okay, Casey and the Sunshine Band, like, that had, like, a good beat that you could, like, get into. But yeah, the, the total, like, genre of our parents' music was very, like, low-key, mellow. Our music, I feel like, really brought on, like, the heavy bass, the good beat. You know, like, wow. so I don't know. Maybe that's why it gets us going more. <laughs> I think it's just where you grew up. Because I do love me some 70s music. I love. Oh, absolutely. I love, I like, I some jive disco music. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it in my core. Um, So, just <laughs> In case y'all didn't know, sister and I grew up 80s, 90s. Um, we're supposed to be adults by the 2000s, so we'll leave those out. Um, I didn't go early 80s because we were super young, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so I started like 87, 1987. Okay. I would have been seven. Okay. You would have been three. Uh, yeah. So I didn't get a ton of songs in the 80s because I want to talk about the 90s a lot. But 1987, I went through a quick list. And this is a song that I loved then and I love more now. Um, I will dance to it. I will sing every word to it at the top of my lungs. I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. Girl, that song is my jam. Yep. 
It was one of the ones that immediately popped into my head yes. when you said 80s or 90s. I'm talking about top of my lungs in the car, yeah. at, at a party, wherever, whenever. If it's on, I'm singing yeah. it and I'm dancing to it. Hands in the air, part. like, mm. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then, so this was fun when I was looking through because you can kind of see where it went. Like the eighties were were a weird time because you kind of had well, you always kind of have a couple of different genres in there, but yeah. you had kind of like the transition from that funk music into yeah. rock and roll, and then there was like the introduction of hip-hop but people didn't really know what to do with it yet so you've got Mm -hmm. i want to dance with somebody by whitney houston and then you also have in 1988 sweet child of mine by guns and roses yeah love me some some gnr love it but i don't i'm not quite old enough to have totally gotten into the hair band thing. Like there are some power ballads that I love and I will always be a Bon Jovi fan, but like I wasn't at the White Snake concert with my ripped up t-shirt. And I wouldn't even say that like I'm like a Bon Jovi fan. I just know those like easily recognizable You know songs, the karaoke can, Bon Jovi songs? Yeah. And I can tell you like which one's Aerosmith sings because that's like he really, yeah, I can recognize his voice. But like if you told me to pick between Tell me if it was Guns N' Roses or Bon Jovi. Now I can't tell you. That. <gasps> oh, and that's and that's where our age difference comes in. Yeah. But also in the eighties, which I mean, I love, I loved Guns N' Roses. I, I, I really did because I felt like that was real music. Like it was a band, and you had a guitar yeah. player and a bass player and a drummer, and it's totally different than um, like Whitney Houston. She she's a singer. You know, she had different yeah. band people all the time and then and then uh you have the epitome of 80s music which i don't know if it's terrible good whatever but it was my life debbie gibson tiffany new kids on the block Uh, i mean life defining right there wait you didn't throw dmc in there I would have put that in there (laughs) run dm no run dm i was way too young for run dmc wait Yeah, no way. they. I mean, like they came in in like a whole different thing, and mm-mm, I was I was drinking the Kool Aid, reading all the cassette tapes of Debbie Gibson and New Kids on the Block. Yeah, yeah. I know for people that really love music, you're like, Bleh, that is not real music. But that was my music. That was my life. Yeah. My music. So a fun like icebreaker um, that I don't know if they've done it at work I've seen, but um, is they ask people what their first concert was, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and so we got to tell a story that NKOTB was our first concert. That's right. Like plugged in the parking lot to get the tickets, yeah. painted the KOTB on her nails. So that is my forever shout out to Yaya. Um, when I was 10, New Kids on the Block came to Jackson, Mississippi. We lived in Macomb, Mississippi, which is about an hour south of Jackson. There was a mall in Macomb and tickets were going on sale. Now, anyone that was born after 2000, you don't know what I'm talking about, but tickets (laughs) used to go on sale and you had to physically wait in line for them. And then you're 
appreciated how much you got to go to the concert. That's right. Like there was no waiting, waiting, and then clicking refresh. You literally had to wait in line. And so mm-hmm. we got word <coughs> that um, tickets were going sa- on sale like on a Saturday morning. And then we got word that people were already in line on Friday night. And I was like, but mom, there are not going to be any tickets when we get there on Saturday, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, you know what? Okay, let's go. And we packed up lawn chairs and sleeping bags and we went and slept in the parking lot at the mall in line for new kids on the block tickets. Yeah. Thank you. Yaya. Forever, (laughs) forever. The best memory. Um, yeah, I remember the whole thing, the sheet with the fluorescent paint on uh, yeah. it. The- uh, yeah, because I mean, we bought we didn't just buy us two tickets. We bought like 12 tickets. My friends got to go. <laughs> um, we, yeah, head to toe, poofy hair and all new kids on the block. And just <laughs> to let you guys know, sister and I have seen them <laughs> like three more times in concert since then. So Yeah. Hell yeah, we have. <laughs> I've only been to maybe... 10 concerts my whole life and half of them are new kids on the block concerts. Yeah. I'll say, I mean, that's totally fine. Anytime I have the chance to see them all, I will go see them, but shout out to Sarah Dean because (laughs) old girl is still rocking her membership to the fan club to help us get those tickets. That's right. Ahead of time. (laughs) Thanks Sarah. Sarah always got the hookup on them in KOTB tickets, which I mean, it was super fun when we went the first time when we were 10 and six, because there was nothing but 10 and six year olds there. And now when we go, there's nothing but 40 and 36 year olds there. So (laughs) we've all grown up together and um, it's just a mom's night out now when you go to New Kids on the Block. And some other bands that we're going to mention tend to tour or open for them. So that's, that's always a good mm-hmm. like mix up. Of who's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Hey, listen, they know their niche and I'm okay with it. Like it is what it is. I love them so much. <laughs> I just know that one day, so I follow, um, Jenny McCarthy on the TikTok because I love her. Yes. I've loved her forever. And now she's married to Donnie Wahlberg, who was my favorite new kids on the block uh member so just know that one day it's going to be fate and i'm going to meet them Mm -hmm. can somebody make that happen please with every concert you go to you get closer sister just a little closer (laughs) i know and i don't know who i would want to meet more jenny or donnie like i love them the same i love you both (laughs) i know i really think i would be frozen with excitement like just (laughs) carried a watermelon like I don't know what I would say (laughs) I I mean just thinking about meeting those two I totally get when you see those fans that are just crying when they when they meet these people because that is the emotion that comes up like just a blubbering idiot of meeting my favorite celebrities (laughs) Okay, so let's go on into the '90s because, like, like I say, I mean, there Thank are God. there are good <laughs> there are good songs from the '80s, and I just feel like we were young enough that our parents' music was was impressed on us more than anything in the '80s until uh, yeah. the late '80s. Because, like I say, I mentioned them. Our father is a huge Cool in the Gang. Um, yeah, fan, and so I know all the words to those songs, 
sheerly by riding in the car with him for as long Mm -hmm. as I did, because that was, um, that was his jam air supply. Um, a little Kenny Rogers was in there all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta gotta keep them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I know I did. I do love that. Our parents loved music though. All right, so into the 90s. I didn't go year by year because we only have an hour. Um, So I went into 1992, and I really feel like there might have been a sexual awakening in 1992 in music because I wrote down just some highlight songs, and um, looking at them, yeah, uh, first of all, one that I, again, I can't pass it by. If it's, if it is ever on the radio, it's like turned all the way up. I have to sing it. Uh, giving him something he can feel by in vogue. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's immediately. I thought in vogue, uh, more so TLC. TLC yeah. kind of broke out with the, we're going to talk about it. We're going to yeah. talk about sex and talk about. They were STDs, next. Yeah. They're next about, on my list with ain't too proud of beg and creep. Yeah. In 1992. Good beats. Yeah, I was in the the fourth grade singing that. I didn't know what they were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) If you need it in the morning or the middle of the night. (laughs) I don't know what they're talking about, but I ain't too proud to beg either. (laughs) So recently, so Lee and I, you know, we we love all the music and we still sing it and everything. Appropriate or not, because that's a conversation we have too. Like I just said. I'm going to sing my music because it's my favorite. And my kids don't know what the hell they're singing. Like, my favorite music growing up, my favorite movie was Grease. Yeah. Those songs were absolutely dirty, but I belted them out mm-hmm. at the top of my lungs without a care in the world. So, yeah, so we sing it and everything. But uh, <laughs> but sometimes he gets on me. He's like, um, do you think you should not? And I'm like, no. Now they'll they'll have the realization in a few years <laughs> of what they were singing and like oh god no I think I should yeah it's the conviction <laughs> okay so I'm gonna try this because I've had this queued up for a minute so hang on okay. a second I'm gonna apologize for this for the squeaking and creaking and maybe Jamie will listen to this and teach me how to do it properly but here we go okay are you ready. <sighs> The very first time that I saw you around eyes. And you said hello and I said Hi. Yes, I heard that. <laughs> also, did the music slow down a lot? Yeah, like like I love my hip hop. I love like the dance hit, I think you call it. But Lord Almighty, when the R&B came like real yes. heavy on some Sunday night slow jams and everything like that's what I, ooh, I love some R&B. So if y'all, could, if y'all couldn't hear, that was If I Ever Fall in Love by Sha. Again, I know every single word. Yes. If I ever fall in love, I'll be sure that the lady is a friend. Uh. <laughs> Okay, so there's your slow jam for 1992. You're talking about faster. So let me set the scene for you, okay? Uh, okay. 1992, I was in the seventh grade. Yeah, seventh grade. 
We lived in a town that had a homecoming dance that seventh graders were allowed to go to for some reason um, because it was a very small school and seventh and eighth grade was essentially like lumped into the high school. Okay. So I got to go to the homecoming dance and this, oh, I remember the dress you part. Oh no, that was eighth grade. This song, okay. this song played and I mean, I don't know if there was anybody not on the dance floor. I'm talking about Rump Shaker by Rex and Effect. OMG. That was where the beat was in 1992. Rump Shaker and also the ever sampled, ever popular Baby Got Back. Those were the dance songs of 1992. I still know the entire like second verse of Rump Shaker, by the way, like just to let you know. I also remember like the whoop, there it is, and yeah. then the Quad City DJs. Quad come City on DJs, and ride it. yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was more like late nineties, but yeah. So, um, yeah, nineteen ninety two, sexual awakening um in the R and B section. I feel like. So then we moved on to 1994, where I guess we got a little more uh respectful because boys to men Oh no. Hundred percent we just lost her. Yep. Wonder if we should call her back or if she's gonna call us. We'll see. This is Ashley. Nope. We're gonna let her call back. So I'll just keep going. Nineteen ninety-four. There she is. What ha happened? Uh oh, hang on. I lost her. Are you there? Uh Uh-huh. There you go. My Bluetooth turned off. Um, Oh. Okay. So 1994, we got a little more respectful. Uh, Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You came out. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So it went from TLC not begging for it to Boys to Men saying, I'll make love to you. So I think I cut out before you heard this, but I said in later 90s, but still speaking on school dances, I have to give, I don't listen to country. I'm just not a country. I mean, I'll listen to it, but I don't know it. Yeah. Um, But I do know, and I have to pay homage to some 90s country. Like I love 90s country. I I still think it's the best country. And yeah, at my middle school dance, if you were not on the dance floor when Strawberry Wine was playing, <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> so I need to get the date for you because Dina Carter is coming to Sherman this summer to sing <laughs> Strawberry Wine. I, know. I, yeah, I just know her that one song. I don't know any other song. I mean, I don't either, but she's coming here to sing Strawberry Wine um, <laughs> at the free concert series that we have oh, this okay. summer. So. I do love some um, some 90s country as well. But again, shout out to dad and Yaya for that, because um, our father is a huge Alan Jackson fan. Um, So, yeah, again, it was what was on the radio in the car before we had our own car. We're trying to tell our girls because they don't like have MTV, but they don't have music videos, which I think they make, but they're like buried down somewhere deep it's not it's not like ooh, a new song came out what's the video like it used to be right mm-hmm. but like like we said some of these songs are recognizable so we're trying to go to like youtube and everything and show at least olivia 
the music video that goes with it and some some of the background, you know, like but even Naomi Naomi, she loves TLC water and she's singing it. So I even like showed her, not the whole video, but I showed her, I was like, I was like, this is the video Look, that goes dancing on water. Yeah, and yeah, they thought it was cool. So I was like, man, I miss music videos. So I was listening to another podcast, um, one of my favorites that Dax Shepard does, and he was interviewing Brad. No, it wasn't Dax Shepard's. It was Smartless, which is my favorite podcast with Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, Uh and um, oh no, Jack's name's going to, it's early. What's Jack's name? Jack. Just Jack. <laughs> oh, Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so they were interviewing <laughs> Brad Paisley uh, on Ooh. their podcast the other day. I know I love Brad Paisley. And they were talking to him about like, where did videos go? You know, um, and yeah. he was saying that just the loss of TV and the lead to streaming and da, 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 that apparently now the artists have to split the cost of videos with oh wow your record company yeah so if you want a video then you've got skin in the game of it basically so i'm okay. sure that doesn't help anything it doesn't help it <clears throat> for making more videos if you're asking for somebody like that needs to come out of your pocket yeah but he was saying I did, um... he was saying that um you know, you just don't get the traction with videos like you used to, because sometimes he was saying that like his song, uh, I'm going to miss her, um, that went to number one, it was struggling. And then they made a video just to kind of like, let people know where he was coming from. And it, it helped the song tremendously. You you just don't have that anymore. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I'm really trying to get, because Olivia likes a bunch of different music, like mostly 15 seconds of each song, but I'm trying, I'm trying to like expand her, her palette when it comes to music and everything and just find some way for her to clinch onto some of it. And so the other day, uh, some song came on TikTok and I heard it that an Aaliyah song was sampled yes. in there and I was like, ooh. I was like, ooh, I like Aaliyah. And so I showed it, I pulled it up and I showed her and she was like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. And I was telling her like how young she was when she got her start. And then I totally let her watch the video, right? Like her last video. And after it was over, I was like, now do you want to know something interesting? I was like, she died after this. Oh my God. <laughs> she was like, oh my God. <laughs> Sister, given the 90s uh, backstory. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. So hard. Um, so back to 1994, you had Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You, which how many people lost their virginity to that song? Oh, I yeah. mean, I can only I imagine. Curious. It wasn't me. Um, and then <laughs> on the other side of it, one of my favorites, uh, Regulate by Warren G. Mm. Yeah, Absolutely. That song, so so we just told you 1992, we had Rump Shaker and Baby Got Back. And so it was kind yeah. of that. And then, but then you had that slower R&B too. I feel like Regulate 
is the baby of those two. Like you had the rap, but it yeah. was cool and chill and it was, ugh, I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Hey, so when did uh, Push It come out by Salt and Pepper? Oh girl, that was probably early nineties. <laughs> I know that's your favorite. Yeah. I know. It it's not my favorite. <laughs> it's not my favorite Salt and Pepper, but it was the beginning to, um, uh, I remember us dancing around in Mississippi singing that song. So yeah, well, and you know, young. like anybody oh, that's nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, I knew. I thought it was late eighties. Anybody that's been out with us and has seen me and sister clap out a circle, just know that we're salt and peppers behind it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So the the last concert that I went to um, was exactly two years ago um, because it was for Stephanie's birthday. And we went uh-huh. to New Kids on the Block, of course, but it was a like totally 90s tour. So Debbie Gibson was there and uh-huh. um, uh, Naughty by Nature and Ooh, Salt and Peppa. Which you and I have seen them in concert previously, yes. but yes. but that was like a snippet because that was the twenty five dollar concert. This yeah. I got like a full thirty five minutes of them, and oh my god, oh my god, the only person besides you that I know that loves Salt and Pepper as much as me is Stephanie. So we <laughs> sang. I mean, the women sitting around us were looking at us like y'all really know every word and we were like yes yes we do um, and, and you're not even trying like it just comes subconsciously because you listen to it one million times <laughs> up. and damn that dj for speaking over the beginning of it when you're trying to record it um on your cassette tape like shush just let me get the <laughs> intro to it so it sounds like i've got the whole song so yeah, so, I, ooh, I love salt and pepper. Love so I love, I love that. Um, like we just said, like we very clearly listened to inappropriate music in the late '80s, peaking into the early '90s, and it happened. Like our parents knew it was happening. All of that. I don't know what happened. It must have been the the coming on of the hip hop, possibly the heavily sexual R and B. But all of a sudden, the parental advisories came out, and mom was like. <laughs> You can't listen to anything that's got a parental advisory sticker. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But again, I watched Grease 500 times and nobody's going to say anything. Nobody talked about how Rizzo got pregnant or (laughs) (laughs) how his chills are multiplying. <laughs> That's so true. So true. Giving him something he can feel. I know every word too. Will I let my child listen to WAP without cringing so hard? Oh, I'm so old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We get into the late 90s. Like, I, the song just got worse and I just kept singing them. So I'm. <laughs> I'm not going to have a leg to stand on with my kids. Thankfully, there was not social media, so it's not like Olivia can go back and find a video of you singing it like we would be able to. True, but at the last Christmas party, mom's Christmas party, if anybody were to turn 
the ring on and see how many of the moms were singing some Afro man. Like, <laughs> oh, man, what? <laughs> um, I can remember in the eighth grade, we had moved to Idabel and in the middle of the year, and there was an end of the year dance. And, yes. <clears throat> um, I got in trouble at the end of the year dance for dancing too close to Deverick Wilder to Ow. inappropriate songs. Well, <laughs> which that's funny because I've seen mom and dad dance to their music, and again, well, this was a school dance. I think I know. Do as I say. Um, I think this was this was a school dance. Like you were supposed to be, you know, two arm lengths apart or whatever. But when yeah. you are rocking out some um, Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. You cannot yes. stay two arms apart. That moved us into 1995 on that one. So there you go, 1995, the song of all songs, the song that won't die. Like I feel like it's up there with Baby Got Back. Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. Who knew? Who knew? I feel like you and Elvis are way different. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe it was just later. Yeah, because like you were like the song that won't die, and I was like, "Back that ass up by Ju- Juvenile." <laughs> <laughs> That's not. The- but so. <laughs> So back that ass up is the one that like when it comes on your butt won't stay still, but it's not being it's not being used in like uh, commercials now. Like like that's what I feel like. Until Jordan's song has been like it came out on the radio. You bought the single. I have no other. I have no idea of any other song that Montel Jordan has ever sang in his no. whole entire life. And so it was popular and then it made it into the clubs. I still feel really confident you could play it at a club and people would be like, whoa, that's my jam. And now um, I think I saw it on a Kroger commercial the other day or so. Like it just won't die. It's just a good song. It's it's a good wholesome song. It's (laughs) it's about partying, not about sex. So people were like, yes, (laughs) that's funny that you went to back that ass up. That is so... In the 90s, and just where we were in our lives, like that's the difference right there. Because yeah. when I'm talking about, I was in 10th grade, you would have been in what, seventh? Um, so just that little bit of difference of, um, and I had a car and I had my entire um sleeve of CDs on the visor of my car. Y'all know what I'm talking about with yep. the book next to it. So there's uh-huh. that. So 95 was um, kind of a kind of a change year, too. So you had Montel Jordan, This Is How We Do It. Um, you had, oh, my God, Mariah Carey, One Sweet Day. You know, like, you know oh every word to that song. Every word. And can you sing that song softly? No. 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 You have to, like, hand in, out, outstretched in front of you singing um so yeah 1995 one sweet day mariah carey i think that's a that's a difference in like music today and then the music we've grown up with is like i can name like whitney christina mariah like those women can sing like they can belt it well mariah not so much anymore Mm. but i mean they can 
thing. And I can't think of anybody today, even Aaliyah. Like when I was showing Olivia her music, I was like, her voice is amazing. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I can't think of anybody today that's got an amazing voice like that. Can you? Um, no. And and here's why, because it's not cool. It's um. so you have the girls that rap, which good on them because yeah. I can't rap. But then you right. have the girls that do actually sing, but... Paige and her friend London call it singing in cursive. Um, it's that. What the hell is that? Well, it's like that Billie Eilish, um, almost like speaking over singing kind of thing. It's so weird. It's That's so not weird. Because all I wanted to be was a Disney princess growing up. So that's how <laughs> I sing is like a Disney princess. Um, and then in 1995, Alanis Morissette hit the scene and you ought to know came out. And I was like, what is this? Can I have all of it get in my ears? I love me some Alanis Morissette. Um, I loved, I about the same time I, cause I did like Alanis Morissette, but I also, Oh my gosh, still today. I know so many songs, all the words, um, some jewels. So kind of like when the came out, you know, uh, yeah, I could, I could get on board with that music too. Yeah, I loved Jewel, Natalie and Brulia. Um, mm-hmm. The one I couldn't get behind for some reason, and I don't know why, was uh, Lisa Loeb. I never liked Lisa Loeb. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. She was a little too hipster for me, and that wasn't even a word back then. Um, we, we did not touch on it either, but, oh, man, I had a fade. And it wasn't really a fade because I still like it now, but I dated some skaters, some drummers. Yeah. I loved the 90s grunge music. Uh, That also came out in 95. Gin Blossoms, Blur, Oasis with their Uh, Wonder Wall. Like, yes. yes. Make Um, me an angstful teen with hair hanging in front of my face. No, I never, I don't think I ever did that. Um, but not like Green Day, the bird type, like Sublime, like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, got, I had all those. I remember my boyfriend, one of my very first boyfriends, he gave me uh, the Green Day CD. Uh, and I just loved him for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you know that my husband still has a Sublime concert shirt hanging in the very back of his closet because Ew. he cannot he cannot part with it but it does not fit no yeah it, does not fit. <laughs> <laughs> it is the shirt that will never be thrown away because right. yeah it's sublime but um mm-hmm, yeah very back of the closet i love that shirt uh so that was 95 Introduction into a little grunge. Love me some Alanis. Um, also, I was grounded in high school. And uh, I don't know. Have we talked about raking leaves yet on the podcast? I don't no. think so. No. Mm-mm. So <clears throat> this seems like as good a time as ever. We lived right. in a neighborhood and our lot was probably, what do you think, sister? Like a, an acre? acre probably. Yeah. Maybe a little <laughs> under an acre. And we had, what, 35 trees-ish? Yeah, easy. On our, in our yard, okay? Oak trees, mind you. And every year, the trees would lose their leaves, obviously. 
And our parents were obsessed with not having leaves in their yard. And so Saturday mornings were yard work days and we would all get out there and rake and take them to the front to, cause the town we lived in had a service. They would come by and pick up the leaves, but you had to have them to the curb. Okay. Well, as sister and I got older, our parents wisened up to say, Ooh, if somebody's in trouble, they could go out <laughs> and rake leaves as punishment. Yep. Manual labor. Yeah. So, uh, it wasn't 1995. It was actually 96. Yes. 1996. I got in trouble, bad trouble. And I had to rake our entire yard. I was also grounded for six weeks, but I had to rake our entire yard, which might as well have taken me six weeks to do because (laughs) so many leaves, so many leaves. I say all of this because while I'll never forget raking all of those leaves, I will also never forget having my Walkman. That's right. My cassette Uh Walkman. And I had the Walkman that had the auto flip on it. So if you got to the end of the one side of the tape, it would automatically flip to the other side of the auto reverse, I think is what they called it. So you didn't have to take the tape out and flip it over again. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're way too young. Um, so it was, it was fancy. And I played the Alanis Morissette, um, cassette while I raked to this and day. Got angrier and angrier. <laughs> I didn't even have to read the uh, sleeve to know the words because for the three weeks that I raked that damn yard, I listened to that album over and over and over again um, to where I know every single word. Me and Alanis, we go back, way back. I don't don't remember what music I listened to. But yeah, anybody that knows me knows that I had my fair share of leaf breaking as my punishment too. God. (laughs) Fast forward 30, yeah, 30 years. And um, we have decided that picking up sticks is is our favorite physical punishment for Paige. Gosh, she hates it. Oh, she hates it so bad because it's just the little bitty sticks out of the flower bed. Yeah. It's meticulous work. Yep. Um, okay. And then 1997, I don't even, what were we doing in 1997? Because Not here, seventh well, here That's I just, not doing good. <laughs> I just told you we had like Montel Jordan, Alanis Morissette in 95. In 97, I, I don't know what they were doing. We had some Hanson with Mbop, which, okay. yeah. Uh, Chumbawamba with tub thumping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really took a turn there for a little bit. Yeah. Like bubbles and stuff. Yeah. Um, this was a good one though. This one brought back some good, uh, dancing days. Freak nasty. Da dip. Yeah. Love that song. Uh, Spice girls is on the list. Too, right? Oh yeah. Spice girls. Yeah. Um, also one of my all time, uh, favorite crushes. I still have a crush on him, but man, his plastic um, surgeon is not doing him any justice. 
I was so in love with Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. So in love with him. (laughs) To the point where I convinced my high school boyfriend to bleach the tips of his hair so that I hoped that he (laughs) looked like Mark McGrath, but he did not because his hair turned orange. So in love. And then Smash Mouth. I still kind of love Smash Mouth. They were fun. Yeah, that was, a, that was a weird time. I'm telling you, when I pulled that list up, I was like, oh, what were we doing? Yeah. Um, I'm refreshing. And this, yeah, 97, I was a senior my in the fall and then graduated that spring in 98. So uh, the dip was played at Phil's world class honky tonk pretty regularly. <laughs> when I was, I think, I think 97, 98, possibly 99. I think that's when I was listening to like Master P. Um, oh gosh, what's the called? The, I don't know. I just remember the number one sauna. Uh, 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 number one sauna. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like that's when I was listening to more of the rap and hip hop, I think. Yeah. I mean, I can still think every word of Spice Girls, but I think my preference at that time. What, and I can tell you for Dangster, Lee Ellis was listening to like ICP uh-huh. and Bone Thugs and Harmony. I was going to say, I saw Bone Thugs and yeah. Harmony and thought of Lee when I was making my list this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did go ahead and go forward to 1999, which you would have been a freshman that year, right? Yep. yep. Uh, number one song, 1999. I want it that way by the Backstreet Boys. Oh, come on with the with the boy band oh, and I the know. girl band. That was that was like the very very early part. Because here's another one. I wonder if whatever happened to them. Where are my girls at by 702. I loved yeah. that song. But I think they got ate up by Destiny's Child because Bills, Bills, Bills was out in 1999, too. I love Destiny's Child. I love Beyonce, but I loved Destiny's Child. Yes. I like her alone, but man, I love Destiny's Child. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, there's Sugar Ray again every morning. Ricky Martin, Living La Vida Loca. Yeah. Um... Still the DRE. Okay. I will say this. I will say there are all of these songs on this list. Several of them can get me going, but I heard it this morning on the radio. Can no other song get my blood pumping like Bill Collins? Feel it coming in the air tonight. Like oh, that all is of, so all weird. I cannot all stand the, all Phil the Collins. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't like any of his other music, but I think it has to do with they played that song so much at high school uh-huh. for like the Pepe and they brought up yeah. fog, fog machine, waved the flag, and then the, and like turned the lights the black off. Lights. And they, yeah, yeah. So like that's uh, yeah. You turn that on, and oh man, I get real excited. That song is a mood for you because that song's not yeah. that good. <laughs> I, oh, I know. I know. And it's only like certain parts of that song, but it is what it is. 
That's funny. I don't know. I mean, it depends on what day it is for me. I'm such a music person. Like music can get me in a better yeah. mood. It can make me sad. It can make me happy. Yeah. When Paige was younger and the hormones were kicking in. And so I started to like morning DJ for like, Hey, pick a song. Let's, you know, let's rock out on the way to school. She just wasn't feeling it. It's just, it's not there for her. Like it, like it is for me and it makes me sad. Um, but I, she listens to music a lot now. Um, not with us, obviously, cause she's an angstful teen, but like when she's taking a shower, she likes to listen to music and um, yes. they do that thing where like while they're doing homework, they listen to music, which my brain, yeah. I can't do that. Um, I don't, know, I I don't like any of the songs she listens to. None of them. During school, during, um, during our school, yeah, we couldn't have, we couldn't have devices, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like in college, um, I tried it. And then even now at work, like if I've got like a spreadsheet or something that I need to focus on. Yeah. I'll put music in and I can kind of, really? kind of, yeah. And I do. And so, yeah, especially last year at home with COVID and everything, that's what I started telling Olivia. I was like, yeah, you can listen to music while you do it. And now, now like I listen to music at work. Right. And so I like Amazon music. So I'll have it going, but I'm cheap and I only pay for the subscription that you can get one person listening well, like about 1030 every day, which I know is when she has math, she tries to steal it and it'll start cutting out. And I'm like, nah, sister. So yeah, I had to get her a Spotify. You call dibs like, on the Amazon music. No, it's not dibs. It's that I pay for it. So I get to decide. Who's listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paige has the AirPods and there's one in at all times. Where you're yeah. just like, that. I don't understand that because I see the kids, they're walking around with one in and I'm like, if you're walking around and you're listening to something, I don't think you're hearing anything. Yeah. But it's it's a school know. rule at our, at her school that she has to, she can't have two in, I guess they need an open ear. Um, yeah. then, so now my computer's like, Ooh, Hey, I see what you're Googling here. Here's some more suggestions <laughs> of what sh you should read into. Um, I will say as much as I love, I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston, like top five favorite songs of all time. Another one. And we mentioned the band, uh, TLC, no scrubs. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, was there a better anthem ever written? Nah. <laughs> nah. And to be in that room when they when whoever was writing this song, like, don't you know it was so much fun? Like, be like, oh yeah, this dude who's hanging out the passenger side of my best friend's car. <laughs> <laughs> trying to holler at me no no boo <laughs> <laughs> that's what you know like like it was sexual awakening in the early 90s and then strong females by the end of it yes with it. <laughs> be like i gave you something that you could feel you didn't like it so no scrubs like <laughs> <laughs> i did the <duh> dip <laughs> <laughs> I love music. It's so fun. Um, another one we didn't mention, and I didn't really get into this, but I did love her. I, I loved Monica. Loved Monica. Yeah. But I loved her hair, too. 
Did you loved. love Monica? Do you love Brandy too? No, I did not love Brandy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I did not love oh. Brandy, but I also did not love Brittany when she first came out either. No. I love Brittany now. Oh, who am I trying to think of? The, oh, Mary J. Blige. Oh, I love she's Mary a classic. Classic. Um, somebody we did not mention who is completely timeless is Madonna. Oh, yeah. I love Madonna. (laughs) And I feel like Madonna rolled with all those changes that we just talked about. Like she was there for the beginning and she was there for the end of the nineties and she was with it. Like I love, I love Madonna. I've never seen her in concert, but I do equate Madonna to Gaga. I love Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like Gaga's reinvented herself a couple of times just with whatever is is popular. But you were talking about like people that can sing. Lady Uh Gaga can sing. Like she is a singer for sure. Well, and that's what I was going to say. I didn't, I mean, I I knew Britney's songs. I didn't care for her. If you make me choose between Britney or Christina, I'm picking Christina. Christina. Not just for the voice too, love her music i loved that christina was a baddie like yes i think because i wasn't and i wanted to be so (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to be ex tina but i wasn't so i just watched (laughs) from behind the curtains yeah um oh here's another good one still in 1999 uh old dirty bastard Got your money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, dirty. It's a good move. Um, I sent my friend, because my friend Wendy, she and I grew up together with mm-hmm. the music. So she, I know she knows every song that I know. And yeah, scrolling through TikTok the other day, and <laughs> it was talking about the Rugrats move, uh, movie that had um, Timbaland and Maya. Yes, I loved sing- that song. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what I sent it to her, and I was like, well, this just unlocked a corner of my brain I forgot about, but I knew every word, you know. Yeah, Take Me There. That's what it was called. Uh-huh. I freaking loved that song. I loved Maya. That was yes. 2004. Oh, okay. It creeped on into the 2000s. So, yeah, I loved Maya. Um, Another one, which I think he was more uh, early- 2000s too. Um, Google box go. Yeah, he was uh jaw rule <laughs> of jaw rule. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. And I mean, while we're talking about music, we got an RIP to uh DMX. Mm. Oh, I was so sad. I was too, but I James- was really sad when Whitney died too. I was oh, real sad about man. that. Um, but Jamie said apparently he'd been on the drugs for a minute. So yeah. that makes me sad too. I don't like I don't like it when people get on drugs. Um another one we didn't talk about because I you said Whitney and I went Bobby, but then I thought about um Chris Cross. Mm. I liked them. Yep. So Jamie Yeah, we said my brain's going a million miles an hour now. Jamie was <laughs> trying to tell Paige the story of Millie Vanilli the other day. Okay. 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 And she just couldn't grasp it. He was like, 
everybody thought they were amazing. And then it came out that they weren't really singing. And she was like, okay, do you know why? Because on TikTok, people mouth words all the time. So she was like, so people get like millions of views on TikTok for for mouthing and I was like oh I know I want to take before COVID I was looking to take Olivia for her first concert Mm -hmm. because I really think that you know that's a that's a it's a preteen thing to do you should go sleep in a parking lot just for for shits and giggles (laughs) um but yeah I think that would also you know make an impact with her to see like this is this is why they're musicians like it's not just they sit in front of a screen and, and record something like they have worked to mm-hmm. get there and they have talent and you know all of all of the things but yeah then COVID hit and we didn't get to go. so we've watched a couple of um you know award shows and things like that and we'll say hey 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 come here um so and so is gonna sing uh that you really uh-huh. like and then they'll sing and she's like they didn't sound like they do on the radio and I was like welcome yeah welcome to learning that what auto tune is and you know, that it's not uh-huh. always exactly like you hear it on the radio, but this, I don't remember which one it was, but there was quite the difference between what she was listening to in Spotify versus what she was watching on TV. Yeah. Yep. I love music. I love it. And I sing in the car quite frequently and it irritates my daughter. So yeah. I sing louder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I try, I try to like, especially on the way to games and stuff, like I'll try to like hype them up and for games it works, but like for the Monday, like the school drive in yeah. the morning, not so much. I know. Um, I had to take my kid to school this morning. She's taking the end of course algebra test today. So I was mm-hmm. like, you need a little eye of the tiger or something to get you going. Yeah. And she was like, I don't, I don't know what that is. I also, I, you and I both have a love of musicals, Broadway, oh, girl. plays. Like, mm, that's a whole and nother podcast. My girls could care less. <gasps> well, I mean, taking them both to shows at the Civic Center, you know, and they were like, yeah, that's cool. But like if a movie comes on and they start singing, they're, immediately they're like, ugh. Is it a musical? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> As a matter of freaking fact, it is. And I'm going to sing every word. Uh-huh. I know. I was at a banquet the other day and the entertainment um, sang from Frozen, first time in forever, and I mouthed every word. You didn't sing? Oh, you're at a banquet. I was at okay. a banquet. Yeah. But yeah, we, also... Um, we participated in was amazing. <laughs> also, the uh, uh, year or so ago, pre-COVID, um, Evan and I were at a banquet, a large banquet, and for whatever reason, the talent there decided to sing "Colors of the Wind" from Pocahontas. Yeah. yeah. Now that's one that not everybody know. I know it, but not everybody yeah. knows it but Evan knows it. And so (laughs) we proceeded to sing at the banquet because I mean, who sings colors of the wind? You need a, you need help, sis. You need some help. Yeah. If you're going to sing, 
Disney songs, period. Like, I'm going to join in. I feel like if you're singing Disney, yeah, if you're singing (laughs) Disney songs, it is a sing-along. It is not a solo by any means. (laughs) This is a group effort. (laughs) Oh, okay. We'll stop there because I feel like, yeah, that's a whole nother one for sure. Yeah. Musicals. And Disney. 80s or 90s. I gotta go 90s. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 90s, but don't make me dive any further in than that because it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Um, Yeah. Because, golly, though, I do love me some Mark McGrath. His frosted tips are on my (laughs) mind now. But I'm telling you, like he's on some one of the TV shows now, and I don't care for him because he's way too fixed up. (laughs) Dang it, Mark McGrath. That's like vanilla ice. That's like Vanilla Ice's show on HDTV. Oh. No, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, that's so disappointing. We need a, you remember, didn't they, was it VH1 that did a Where Are They Now? Like, we need that to come uh-huh. back. I need to know where all these yeah. people are now. Show me Montel <laughs> Williams living off of the royalties of This Is How We Do It. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> never had to make another song his entire life. Right. Or back that ass up. I don't I just don't think that one's timeless. No, it's not that one's not gonna die. That one's don't don't mess with that one. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh new episodes come out every Tuesday. Um if you have a suggestion for a topic for this or that, please message us. Uh click the subscribe button so that you get notifications every time a new episode does come out. I think I already said that. And until next week, have a good day. <laughs>